Hi, welcome to Ramblings of a Writer. I'm Amanda, or AJ Winter, a 24-year-old writer from Wisconsin who loves reading, writing, and obsessing about the 100 way too much. This is a podcast for writers by a writer. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Now, I did record this before, but that one needed to be edited, and my internet's not working very decently right now, so I thought I would just record this and kind of throw it up, because I still wanted to get an episode out today, but this one will not for sure be edited, and I'm super sorry about that, but that's where we are. So today's episode if you clicked on it, is called the Disney writing tag. And I'm sure you're like, aren't those a YouTube thing? Or aren't those a blog thing? Yeah, but I'm turning it into a podcast thing, so don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to do an adaptation to a podcast version of the Disney writing tag, which was from AuthorTube. And this is created by Kate Cavanaugh. I absolutely adore her channel. She does a lot of writing like Stephen King, J.K. Rowling, those kind of things, and they're amazing. I highly recommend going out there and watching them for examples, and I will be doing a couple other tags. I I just recorded next week's episode, and I am super excited because it's all about my writing updates for August, and I thought they were fun. But... Back to the Disney writing tag. This one I chose because I've been obsessed with Disney music lately, so I thought it would be the perfect time to do this. And since I have very little internet access at the moment, which is really unfortunate because I'm an online student, let's do this. (laughs) So the first question is Aladdin. Poof, a genie appears and is willing to grant you one wish to fix your current WIP. What do you wish for? I would wish for the fact that I've been currently going slow, to write faster. That's what I would fix, because I have had zero motivation. And if you listen to next week's episode, I will talk for quite a while about The Sims. And that's that's exactly why. So, yeah, that's what I would fix. My speed. Number two, Lion King. If you had to retell a Shakespearean play using animals as the main characters, which play would you choose and which animals? I think I would choose Julius Caesar, because no one ever chooses that. And it's also one of the first ones I ever read. Actually, the first one I read was Midsummer, but that's, like, everyone's answer, so it is what it is. But I did enjoy Julius Caesar and the et tu brute of it all. And I think I would choose... I don't want to choose cats because of Aristocats, but... Something obscure would be fun. Monkeys, maybe? Not completely sold on that one. Maybe guinea pigs. That would be kind of awesome. I don't know. (laughs) Guinea pigs can be mean sometimes. Just ask Zoe, a.k.a. Bichitha. That's what I nicknamed my guinea pig. She's not very nice to me sometimes. But she's still cute. It's fine. Number three, Pocahontas. Have you ever pulled inspiration for a story from history, and what was it? I'm sorry about the motorcycles. Live on a busy street by a hospital. There's that.
So, I haven't pulled directly from history. I think I've been influenced a little bit by Outlander with the Jacobite rebellions and everything. But that's to be expected, because that's one of my favorite shows. Not my all-time favorite show, as we all know. But I do enjoy the history of it all. And it is pretty accurate, albeit there is the fictional side of it, which is Jamie and Claire. But it's still a lot of fun to read and learn from. And the actual events of history do play. So that's good. So... Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I said, I haven't really, like, taken from history. I've taken aspects of it, but I'm more inspired by my favorite books and movies and TV shows more than history. But I would like to try to write something like that because I really did like Fox by Nadine Brandis because it was amazing and it was insanely creative and I would love to write a book half as good as that. And especially like that one. Because that was super, super cool. Alright, number four. What was the very first story you ever wrote? I don't remember exactly because I didn't, I didn't really keep track of my writing when I was younger. I went to a charter school and everything was kind of over my head. I was so overwhelmed in elementary school. But in middle school, I, that's when I really started writing, especially at 13. I started writing fanfic. I can't tell you what it was just because it's no longer online. The website has disappeared. And I am so sad. And yeah, I just sometimes I really do want to go back and read my own writing, but I can't because it no longer exists and it sucks. But it is what it is and it was fanfiction. I think it was Jonas Brothers. It might have been Harry Potter even earlier than that, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's one of the two, but probably Jonas Brothers, which is impressive because they came back. Because <laughs> my mama says I kill thing or I like things until they die. So number five, yep, number five, Mulan. Who is the strongest character you've ever written, and what made them strong? I think. Aurelia from my science fiction is definitely the strongest just because she's very Clark-like and if you've ever seen the hundred Clark is very strong um, But if we're pertaining it to my current story Aerolis my, my main characters are always the strongest, but I Think the trials and tribulations that Aurelia had to go through She definitely earns the prize as the strongest but Aerolis is also a close second because she, there's a lot of things in her life that she's worked for. And in the current world, she is fight, she doesn't really know who she's fighting for quite at the beginning of the story and especially where I am. And there's a lot of things that she has to discover about herself and it's so fascinating. And I think once she discovers those things, there's a lot of self-discovery that she has to go through. I am so sorry. If you hear a lawnmower drive... Yep, there he is. Um, we have a street... A guy that goes to the gas station down the street. So if you hear that, he's making his, like, every couple hour beer run. That's what he's doing. On his lawnmower. Anyway. <laughs> sorry if you didn't hear that. 
I heard it and I saw it and I got annoyed. But anyway, yeah, once she figures out kind of where she's coming or like what these secrets are about herself, she has a lot of self-discovering to do and I can't wait to write those. And I think once she figures those out about herself, those will make her stronger, which I'm excited to. And my answer might change after I finish the book. But who knows? Number six, if you had to live in one of the... Oh, sorry. Let me reread that. Number six, Star Wars. If you had to live in one of the worlds or settings you've created, which would it be and why? Now, when I first read this question, my initial thought was, the hun- my, like, the hundred, which is basically my science fiction. However, that is such a gruesome environment, and it is so murder-heavy, and... Everyone has a sword, everyone has a gun, everyone has a weapon. Why would I want to live there? But, like, I just, I think I'm I'm too much in love with the hundred. But my actual answer would, my god, <laughs> my actual answer would be my current book that I'm working on, just because it is Scotland-inspired, and I really love Scotland, and I would love to live there one day just saying but yeah I really enjoy the setting and it's got kingdoms and the life just seems simpler with a little little bit of deception and I think that would be fun uh number seven anthems which Disney songs in parentheses would you put on your writing playlist I have a few and I, I honestly do. Let me look. Because they're at the top. Because, <laughs> like I said, I've been listening to a lot of Disney music lately. Now, one that always makes an appearance is I See the Light from Tangled. Because you can tell me all you want if I'm wrong. Because I don't care. Because I'm right. It is the most romantic scene to ever exist in Disney history. Yes, it even beats I Kissed the Girl from The Little Mermaid. I just, the lights, I love that scene so much. So much so, it's probably going to make its way into this book because I love it that much. And A Whole New World is on here. Um, Speechless is on here. I don't know if we're sensing an Aladdin theme, but that's where we are. Um, What else? I have some Anastasia. I know that's not Disney, but... When I was a kid, I always thought it was Disney. Um, I don't know if How to Train Your Dragon is Disney. But I have some songs from there. But yeah, I See the Light is definitely on my writing playlist. And I could listen to it all day, every day, and never get sick of it. It is the best. And yeah. Never ending. Retellings. Which fairy tale movie would you want to retell? Ooh. Probably Rapunzel, just because I <laughs> I do love Tangled. It is so good. But um I don't know. I think in my last iteration of this podcast that you're not getting because I deleted it. But I think I answered with more of Arthurian stuff just because I think those are so much fun because my 
favorite, that was one of my favorite classes I took when I was in part one of college, uh, where I got my undergrad, and, um, yeah, that was my favorite English class, Arthurian Legends and Romance, or Romance and Legends, I don't remember what it was called, but it was Arthurian Legends, um, I think it was Arthurian Romance, I th is what we call it, but I really love Tristan and Isolt, and I just would love to write something as funny as that one, because there, there's this amazing scene in there where they're trying to figure out if they're sleeping together, basically, and so they put them in separate beds in the same room, and then put flour on the floor, and I guess Tristan nicked his leg or something as he was crossing over to Isolt's bed and he bled on the flower and they're like, ha, you crossed to her bed. So we got you. And it just was the funniest thing ever. I loved, love, love, love that scene. Number nine, which character that you've written is most likely to be misunderstood? Sorry, let me reread that. <laughs> Frozen. Which character that you've written is most likely to be misunderstood or incorrect, incorrectly interpreted as a villain? I would say Aralis from my current one, and she's the main character. I think she's going. I think she's going to be misinterpreted just because a lot of people don't trust her from their initial reading. But I think that's because they don't know the whole story, and she's one of those main characters where when you read her. She's not telling you everything because it's like she's lying to herself. And so in order for her to stop lying to herself, part of her has to be revealed. And I'm really excited to write that. So, and once people understand her, I think they will love her. Hopefully that's my goal. But yeah, she was just raised a certain way and... I think once that secret will be brought to light, it will make a lot more sense, if that makes any sense at all. So number 10 is Moana. If you had to go on an epic journey with one of your characters and the two of you were tasked with saving the world, who would you choose and why? Now this is very easy for me, because as you all know, I love the 100, and I'm sure I've said that already in this podcast. <laughs> I would choose Arrow from my science fiction book because solely based on the fact that he is based off of Bellamy Blake. And I love Bellamy Blake. I will die for Bellamy Blake because he is amazing and no one deserves the world as much as him. And Arrow is very much the same and he just needs protecting and I would love him forever. So... Yeah, that's my answer to that. <laughs> Number 11, Pinocchio. What's the most common lie you tell people about your stories or writing? I don't really lie about my writing. I wouldn't be here if I did. I, I think I tell people that I'm farther along in the process than I am. I think a lot of people just expect me to be publishing. My aunt's like, oh, when's your book being pu published? And I'm like, um... I don't even have an agent yet, Auntie, but yeah, I'm still writing my books. Don't worry. And this is a common question I get all the time, so I guess I just, I've kind of started answering 
I don't know. I'm still working on it. I'm not telling them where I am. And also, it's just, it's kind of how I am. I don't, yeah, like, like I said, I don't really lie about my writing. Excuse me, I, if you heard that, I drank a lot of fluids before I started recording this, and I tried really hard not to do it. But anyway, like I said, I'm very transparent about my writing, and I wanted to be as open with the process as I like, as I can be, and I've always been that way. I started writing on the internet, so I kind of have to be that way, and yeah, it's just, I enjoy people knowing the process, and Twitter has made that so incredibly easy that I don't lie about it. I can tell them exactly where I am, what my word count is, and I think that's the part of the internet that's amazing, and it's really made writing a social experiment and I don't feel so alone when I'm writing and it's so much fun and finally the last question is sidekicks who is your favorite minor character you've written that you wish you can give their own full story to this is also from my science fiction book and I would say Harlow but with a twist so Harlow is inspired by Octavia from the hundred in like seasons one two that's kind of where her character is However, I would love to write a whole story based on Octavia Blake, especially her Blood Reina kind of persona. And even then, I would still love to write Harlow as her own whole story. But I think Octavia as this anti-hero main character would be so fascinating to write. Maybe that'll be my next book. Who knows? But, yeah, that's it. That is the Disney writing tag. I hope you enjoyed this rambly, unedited podcast. I am so sorry I didn't get to edit this today. My internet, I don't know what's happening. Ever since that storm, AT&T has not been the coolest of people. And I really hope it's fixed by Monday. That's all I'm saying. But I'm getting real sick of not having internet. This has happened way more than I anticipated. So, yeah, thank you again for listening. And I will see you next weekend with a currently writing and another update that's actually relevant, which I'm very proud of. And, yeah, and there might be a bonus episode on my birthday. We'll see, because they're just a day apart. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. How I'm feeling. What kind of things I'm up to. Yeah. So, I will see you guys next weekend. Bye! Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ramblings of a Writer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AJWinterBooks. If you'd like to know more about me and also grab some free writing tools, check out AJWinterBooks.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.